Hello, I am James from the technical blog of James, and I'm going to give you a screencast of Oh My Vagrant with some of the Kubernetes work that I've done. You can find some previous articles about Oh My Vagrant on my technical blog. So, um, what I'm going to start by doing is I'm just going to go into the Oh My Vagrant project that I've cloned, and you'll see that I'm basically running the git master of that. And uh, I'm going to start by copying from the examples directory a docker kubernetes oh my vagrant yaml file to my oh my vagrant.yaml. I'm going to cat this file out actually just so you see what, what it's doing. Basically what it does is it has um, a base image which is a CentOS 7.1 plus docker and some other goodies base image that I've built and published along with links to these two Git repositories, a very simple Docker container and a very simple Kubernetes project. And it tells Oh My Vagrant where it should enter the Kubernetes project right here. I point down here that I have three machines that I'd like to build, and the rest is all pretty standard defaults. So I'm going to do a Vagrant status. And you'll see that right away it notices that I need to get this code and it will automatically clone this down. Now, please forgive me because all of this is running on my very slow and old laptop. So if the demo is not as fast as it would be on your machine, uh, sorry for that. So I see that three machines are made. I'm going to actually build the first one right now. So this is VUP, which is my alias for Vagrant Up. This takes about a minute to build, and in addition to bringing up the machine that will already have some Docker images pre-cached, it'll also build the Docker image that I have configured in the ohmyvagrant.yaml file, and will also set up a Kubernetes cluster. Now it's just going to do it on the first machine because I've only asked it to bring up one machine, but I'm going to do it in stages just so you can see how the Kubernetes cluster would get built. So another thing you'll notice about is I'm actually using um, a new patch right here that manages Etsy hosts, this first line that's sliding up the screen. Um, and what this does is it's just a faster way to manage Etsy hosts instead of the previous puppet work that I've done. If you've never seen this happen, I'll just show you in passing while it's here. In the Oh My Vagrant directory, there is a host manager patch which will install the necessary host manager dependencies so that your Oh My Vagrant uses the fastest and latest and greatest stuff. So you can just run this patch anytime you want to install this. It's a dependency for Oh My Vagrant. Okay, back to Oh My Vagrant land. A minute and 12 seconds later and it seems that Kubernetes create has been run. Let's log in to Oh My Vagrant 1. If we look in the Kubernetes project here, there's a little readme I've put. And we can run some of these commands to just show you what's happening. So a simple Docker images will show you that some base images, namely Docker simple one, is on the machine. Docker PS will show you that nothing is running. 
And more importantly, some of the Kubernetes commands that you might want to get familiar with are kubectl get and then something. So for example, for minions, you'll see that the omv2 and omv3 machines, which I've defined but not brought up, are there in Kubernetes, but neither of them are ready. That's because I haven't booted them up yet. Similarly, if we try and get a pod, you'll see that these are both pending. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to disconnect back out, and I'm going to actually bring up the other two machines. This will take a minute or two, and while I'm doing that, I'm going to show you what actually is happening over here. In this Kubernetes directory, there is this simple JSON file. Now, unfortunately, one of the biggest issues with Kubernetes for me is defining these and building these seems a bit tricky at the moment. So this one is a very simple, basic JSON file that I've coded basically by hand. And the important part that we're going to look at today is I've requested two replicas of this one container pod. And that consists of Docker simple one, which will get brought up, hopefully, by Kubernetes. So if you didn't get a chance to watch my previous demo showing all my Vagrant and Docker, you can see right here that my Docker file just puts a little simple message into the readme and runs this Python simple HTTP server. So it's a very simple container. It's not going to do anything very fancy. It's really just there so you can understand what's happening in the application. The big waste of time today is that every application developer needs to somehow build their own dev environment, which is kind of relatively easy but not entirely trivial. And so instead of wasting time building the dev environment, oh my Vagrant is supposed to provide that for you so you can work on the hard part of writing this Kubernetes JSON file and writing the application and the containers that actually run on this thing. should be another 30 seconds or so and then this will be all ready to go. Alright, so two minutes later, let's go back to All My Vagrant 1 and look at the status. The pods are still pending. We look at the minions, they're finally both now ready. And any moment, we should see these containers get scheduled. Let's watch this for a moment. And actually, there you go, they're both now running. Now it says that it has this IP address on OMV3 and this one on OMV2. So if we do a Docker PS, I'll prove to you that there's nothing running here. And over here, I'm just going to log into OMV2. Just 
just do a little docker ps and you'll see right here that for every pod you have the one container running in docker and this little kubernetes container that we won't really talk about today but it gets always assigned to stick in with the pod now this was on omv2 so if we go back to our Docker application or even in here I've put this handy readme file with some commands you might want to look at so if we log right here and change this IP address to this one, we should see that our container is indeed running the way we expected. We can save this command, and if we were to go on to OMV3, run the same command with the wrong IP address with the same IP address you'll see that on that machine it is the same application but works nonetheless now what we're going to do is we're going to actually update our container so we're going to go into this docker file and change the message just a little friendlier update and to rebuild all the docker containers on each machine you can just run a provision that only causes docker to get built ah i actually almost forgot i mean you have to actually vagrant rsync first let's do that first sorry this will actually push the new docker file up to each machine before we ask it to build go. Now we can actually provision just with Docker. You can actually just do a VP by itself and it will still work. It'll just take tiniest bit longer. Here you see the new containers getting built with the new message. So, it looks like it seems to have finished, for, at least for OMV2 and OMV3. So, here's what we'll see. So, first we'll see that the new image has indeed been built 19 some odd seconds ago. So, now, let's go back here and just see that they're still on the same machine.
Nothing's still running here. And when we look at the pods, you'll see that they're still running on OMV2 and OMV3. So here's the trick question. When we run this command, what message do we expect to see? The new one or the old one? The answer is the old one. And the reason is because we've updated the Docker image, but there's no message that has been told to Kubernetes to have it go get a new version of that container. So to simulate that, one thing we can do is we can actually just do a docker ps, see this id here, and actually kill off that container, e94 something. So we're going to kill that off and do another docker ps. And you see that it disappeared, and then it came back two seconds ago. Now, when we run that same wget, you'll now see the new message because it had a chance to reload the container. Now, killing off containers manually isn't the way that you should be doing this, but uh, Kubernetes provides these facilities built in. Now, just to show you the few Kubernetes commands, create is the one that you typically will use to actually kick off the Kubernetes definition. This is done automatically by Oh My Vagrant. In fact, all of these are run automatically by Vagrant, Oh My Vagrant. If you have a new version of that Kubernetes definition file and you update, it will put a new version on top. And if you'd like to update an existing replication controller, that has a certain ID with a new JSON file, then you can run this version of the command and it will automatically roll those containers in. Now the mechanisms of doing this aren't completely clear to me. This is all programmed into Oh My Vagrant, so you can actually in this file set over here um, a roll variable to true and that should work. Um, but the mechanics of that depend on the JSON file, and we're not going to get into that today. So, just to recap, we have our new container running, we have our app, there's a lot more that you can do with Kubernetes, but at least this should give you the tools to play with a default cluster, fool around, get your feet wet with Kubernetes, and get better at building those JSON files. If you have any other questions, please let me know. You can post comments on my technical blog, and thank you very much for watching. Happy hacking, everyone.